What's up, guys? Welcome back to the That's So Dev podcast. My name is Dev, obviously. Now, today, we're getting into some dog tea. But before we get into this tea, you obviously know you got to follow me on social media at That's So Dev, on Twitter, as well as Instagram. You're awesome. You're iconic. Oh, I forgot this time. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you so much. I appreciate you. I know you hear that wind. Well, I'm walking my dog today. She's not too happy. Hey. And of course, there's got to be people in more wind. Because in Vegas, there's always more wind. Now, first of all, I wanted to cover emotional support animals. But animals in general also. You know, I think... We don't deserve animals. We do not. We really don't. Animals are so pure. And honestly, yes, they do help us so much, but they do so much just for more than just us, for the well-being of the earth just in general. You know? So, I don't know. I've, I've obviously always appreciated animals. I've always loved dogs. But recently, there has been this, I don't know, this very, very fast-growing appreciation for animals more and more. You know, I switched over to plant-based for a lot of the things that I eat, you know. I mean, I obviously still eat meat. I really only eat chicken, fish, and, yeah, and poultry. That's just about it. I don't do red meats. I do plant-based for that, you know? Plant-based burgers, ground beef, meatballs, like, all of that, honestly. And honestly, even sometimes plant-based chicken. Um, you know, I've had plant-based ribs before, plant-based bacon. Like, I enjoy those things. It's honestly, it's what you make it. Honestly, like life. Obviously, you know, some things have an acquired taste, but... Walk into it looking fresh, you know? Animals are just so important. You know, I was just watching a video the other day, and this cow was literally chasing after this ball of a dog and running. Like, I remember at some point I was like, wait, cows can run? Because I'd never seen cows run or see cows be not the backing up chow, not during the podcast. Please. Like, it absolutely blows my mind. You've never seen a cow be an animal. (laughs) Like, no one really knows what a cow can do. A cow has always betrayed how a cow is in pretty much captivity. Let's be real. So, quite appreciation, you know. I'm just walking my dog, and I'm just like, ugh. Because, you know, I I know so many people who, you know, every time they see a dog, they're like, oh my god, this dog is so cute, I wish I had this dog, blah, 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 blah. But, I don't know. I don't really have that whole, ooh, easy, baby. She does not like skateboard, y'all, let me tell you. But, I don't really have the thoughts of, 
oh, I wish I had that animal. I'm like, oh, cutie. But, like, I genuinely think my dog is cuter than every other dog on this fucking planet. I'm not even joking. (laughs) She's the cutest thing. She's so precious. Oh, my gosh. She's so protective. She's the sweetest soul, but you've got to get to know her, and you've got to give her time to get to know you, you know? She's not just fucking with anybody. That is in her own little space, you know? We're at the dog park. It's like, I don't care who you are, where you are, like, (laughs) running out the people and all that stuff, but, you know, if you're coming into her home and she doesn't really know you, she's not fucking with that. But... You know, I appreciate the um, security that animals bring, you know? It's crazy how much they do with that. Because, of course, I have a lot of anxiety. I'm like, oh, my God, first of all, did I lock the door? Is someone breaking in? Like, I don't know what the issue is. But I tell you one thing. I do not be worried about that whatsoever. Well, actually, I can't say that. That's a lie. But, like, it's not something that I have to worry about on day's end, I would say. Like, I know, like, if anything happened, that's a wrap. Yep. Mason's not playing that. She's really not. Reasonably so. Just saying. But <laughs> I'm very appreciative of it. You know, I remember... Around the time that I had just first gotten her, uh, y'all, I love that I taught her um, sidewalk etiquette. Not everybody does that, but, you know, she has a bit of anxiety herself, and I think that's a form of protecting her and myself so she doesn't run the street so I don't run out and get her, Um, (laughs) you know, so I'm really appreciative of how smart she is and how easy she picks up everything you know even though she may not listen because she is hard-headed as hell i can't stress that out enough but she knows what you're talking about (laughs) you know she does listen she is very well trained she just has a lot of anxiety you know where i got her from she came from a farm like you know And then, you know, when I was raising her, I was raising her at the time on a college campus. I was in my apartment on campus, and (sighs) chow. It was just, it was real interesting, to say the least, raising a dog inside an apartment on campus and college. So, (laughs) but, you know, the time that I got her, I planned it out perfectly. You know, I had finished off the rest of the semester, and then... I also had some extra time, like, ooh, oh, but I had some extra time, and then I also had the summertime as well, and then a little extended break around August going into fall, because classes didn't start a little bit until later, you know, so I had all that time to really spend with her, and to really, you know, like, become best friends with my dog. And so I'm really appreciative of that because she's gotten really attached to me. But that's also brought on some, you know, separation anxiety, child. (laughs) Literally. The first day I brought her home, she cried out loud until I would let her into the bathroom with me. I'm like, girl, please. What do you mean? So 
I sure as hell let her in the bathroom. I did. I like, you want to know Fine. She just, she wants to go everywhere with you. And there's some places that, you know, she can't really go, you know, because she's a shutter. So we don't really want her in the kitchen. So we're going to limit the areas that she's in, right? So she's not going in the kitchen. She's not absolutely too happy about that. But, you know, I understand that a pet space is limited. And I absolutely want to utilize it, you know, my entire living space as much as possible for her. But kitchen one, definitely a no-no. So certain boundaries that I have with her that she has absolutely picked up on. She doesn't like it, you know? She'll be hard-headed and we're like, Basil, you know? But honestly, dogs are children. And if I have to get a dog gate, guess what? Yeah, totally. (laughs) You know? But she's constantly learning. She's constantly in training. Training for a dog, I don't feel like it's ever really done, you know? There's always really more to be done, polished up on, or whatever that may be. So that's what we're doing. Basil's four years old. Um, I think one thing with her that got her was anxiety. It wasn't really, because I definitely made time for her. I'm not even joking, y'all. Like, I would walk her before classes, between classes, and before bed. And I would walk her on lengthy walks, you know, just to really get her active, keep her active. She's a very active dog. So that's kind of the one thing I wanted to upkeep for the most part. But honestly, though, I think where, you know, in college at the time, I didn't have a car. So getting to the dog park was a very difficult thing. And I think that took an impact on, you know, her socializing. You know, I definitely did what I could. You know, even though I couldn't get to a dog park, I would be maybe inside Domino's on the floor doing pieces of treats so she would, like, come to me and train her inside or whatnot. And, you know, they would totally be okay with that and whatnot. And that's what I did for a long time. And I don't think that necessarily worked. You know, I think a lot of people, they like to shame you when you don't understand getting a dog. Well, why do you get a dog if you blah, 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 blah? Well, why do you have a child if you, well, hello? You know, some things happen. I really got her because I needed an emotional support animal. And honestly, the way that she lined up in my life, it was just so perfect. It was so perfect. I had the name before the dog. And I knew when I saw the dog, it would fit. I was settling at first. And then one came about because of a friend. Shout out to Craig and Kayla, who had an Australian Shepherd. And, you know, I was like, this is a really lovable dog. I just, I think that this is the dog that I would like to keep. And so, you know, I was like, but I also kind of went hypoallergenic because I have allergies, right? So I was like, an Australian Shepherd and a Poodle mix, you know? Because Golden Doodles are usually, you know, what people would call a quote-unquote Hypoallergenic dog. And so, you know, I was so ecstatic to get her. And I think, you know, getting her really just kind of flipped the trajectory of my life, to be honest. It added, 
how do I say? It added elements to my life. It was like unlocking new levels, you know? Because there's certain experiences you're not going to experience until you do certain things. Like, you're not going to know certain things until you get married. You're not going to know certain things until you get a dog and whatnot. And it was just kind of like a whole new set of experiences that I got to just, you know, be present for. Because I had a lot of that time where, you know, I got to spend with her because I got her at the right time. I timed it so perfect. Because growing up with a puppy, one thing I wanted to do is make sure I was there all the time. And her potty training, y'all let me tell you, her potty training, she picked up on potty training so fast. It's not even funny. And yes, I 110% executed. Like, if I saw any signs whatsoever of her about to take a shit, this, I was picking her up, running outside, dropping her on the grass. <laughs> well, obviously, likely. Not dropping, please. But it was just the fact that, I don't know, she picked it up so easily, so fast. I was just like, wow, like how? But she obviously had her accidents, blah, blah, blah. And then she had some accidents that she would do on purpose. And I was like, oh, no, child. We're going to have to nip this in the butt. So anytime she would do that, I would put her in her kennel and she would get a timeout. And then she would come right out of that kennel after she gets a reasonable timeout for her age, however old she was. But it didn't really add up. Like, not that. It didn't really, like, go on for so long. I want to say, again, maybe two and a half, three weeks. Not even really a month, to be quite honest with you. It really didn't take that. So I was pretty happy with that. I hear a lot of horror stories about, you know, potty training and a lot of dog shitting inside. But, you know, for the most part, I, you know, she started picking up on the idea of using the potty. And at some point, I started using, you know, a bell on the door. And whenever she had to go potty, you know, I would ring the doorbell, then we would go potty. And I did that with her X amount of times over X period of time. And eventually, she would go and ring the door, you know, the bell, and then let me know she wants to go to use the bathroom. And that's why I'm like, oh, you've picked this up so fast. I'm so grateful for that, you know. I've made my life easier, and I don't know if I've made her life easier, because I guess she has to walk outside and use the bathroom, but hey, you know, baby steps. <laughs> but yeah, I'm just very appreciative of dogs, and what they do, you know, my dog has such a big personality, she's so, like, energetic, she's so goofy, she's so funny, <laughs> like, if you know Basil, you know that she's an entire goofball, but if you don't know her, you would think that she's this super skittish dog, and it's actually the total opposite, she has social anxiety, okay? You can't blame her. People are weird. But you know, I get her CBD treats and whatnot and take her on walks and whatnot to get some energy out so that way she won't be so anxious all the time. It's going pretty good, but you know, she has good days, she has bad days. Just like anybody else. 
I let her have her bad days. When she's doing too much, I'm like, Basil, let's have a seat. We gotta have a chat, mama. I call her so many different names. Basil, 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 mommies, mama. And she responds to absolutely everyone. Like, huh? Bitch was good. <laughs> She'd be ready to ride. She used to love car rides as um, a baby. And she stopped for a while. I think, honestly, because we lived in Kentucky and the roads, honestly, were just so bad. And everywhere you went was a bump. So <laughs> I think she just didn't like it. Because once we got out to Vegas, it was just like, oh, wow. Like, she wants to stick her head out the window again, and she wants to live, you know? That's nice. Love that for her, for real. I'm really glad that we're out. Ooh. Hi, doggy. Hey, buddy. He's saying hi, guys. He's now featured on this podcast. Love that for that dude. Now, but yeah, y'all, I mean, I'm pretty much done, you know? Just getting on here and showing a little appreciation for my puppy, for dogs just in general, for animals. You know, if you have any really good plant-based foods that taste like normal food or, you know, look like normal food, literally send it my way. I'm open to trying new things for sure. Especially if you have some things out in Vegas, let me know. Because this place called Flower Child, uh, amazing. It is my go-to place. Check it out. Now, I'm hopping off here. It is windy as hell. And I appreciate all of you for listening. Thank you so much. Basil, say bye. Okay. <laughs> all right, y'all. We're bouncing out of here. Now, make sure you go ahead and follow at 5min self-care on Twitter. Go ahead and get you some self-care, child. We all need it. We get so wrapped up and overwhelmed in our days that we just need to take some time to take care of us because that's essential for us to keep carrying forward. You know, take your dog for a walk. I struggle with that. I really, really do, especially with depression and anxiety, but it really absolutely does help if you can just get out, even if it's just for a quick walk. You know, sometimes when it gets hard, I take little steps. I maybe walk my dog over to our miniature dog park over here, and then, you know, maybe the next day I'll take a longer walk and build myself up into a really big walk, like we're doing right now. So, hey, it's possible, people. Love that. Thank you so much for tuning in, and I'm hopping off here. Peace.